Don't worry about me. I got this. All right. <clears throat> it's Joe Button. <laughs> Is Joe Button a part of your top Absolutely 50 rapper? I love the Joe Button podcast. You know, I'm a huge fan of them. Maul and Rory specifically are my favorites. But when I first saw the list, I thought it was a joke. And then when I listened to the podcast. wrote the list? That's, what, that's I'm what I'm trying to figure out. And when I listened to the podcast, I'm not finished with it yet. This past week's episode. And I knew Joe was going to just take it and run with it. And I had to, like, skip some pieces because as much as I fuck with Joe, no. Oh, so what What did he say in his, in he his was podcast? Just, he, was, <laughs> he was like, I'm top, he said I'm top three, not one or two. Top <laughs> now, he know good and well he should be, like, the bottom no, but 65. The, no, but the thing is, is that if you are into lyrical rap, not just for the sake of, like, the sonically, mm-hmm. then, okay, maybe he can be in the argument of top 50, maybe. Okay. Personally. I am not that big of a lyricist, so I can't really say, but a lot of people just associate Joe Budden with Pump It Up and the song that he had with Marcus Houston up in the club and the song he had with Tank. Other than that... See, I didn't even know he had them other two songs. You know the song Up in the Club? Oh, okay, okay. Um, And then he had another one with Tank... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We get another one with Tank. And he was in, um, what is this? What's that movie with the B2K? What's you that? Got served? You Got Served. He was in that movie? Yeah. He was Doing in there. what? They played Pump It Up in there. And he was in there. I think he was at like the battle at the end. But yeah, so, sorry, Joe. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Would you date a man? Okay. So you're not you're not getting ready to get married. You're single. You're 29, living your best life. Mm-hmm. Would you date a man that is 20 or 15 years older than you are? No. Ew. Okay. The reason I say that is because I think of like I want to have kids. Is your sperm gonna be as strong as it used to be? Is your sex drive gonna be as strong as it used to be? And if I want to turn around and do ratchet things with my friends, I don't want you looking at me like my father. Like, why are you doing that? And I don't want you to feel like you can't hang. Like that lady, Ashley Darby, mm-hmm. on Housewives of Potomac. Her nigga is mad old. No. Just wrinkled old balls. balls. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Are you here for all of the Disney remakes? Part one. That's part of, part of the question. Sure. Okay. Which should get a remake that has not had a remake? Um, the only one I would add to my list would, would be Hercules. Okay. I would be here for that. Who would you... Ooh. Now, who I, I would, would cast I would kind of... Okay. But I would, I would make Hercules black and use um, Terry Crews, but he's a little old. I want somebody fresh, though. I get it. Somebody fresh that I don't have to, like, just think in my mind. Like, when I see certain actors, I automatically think in my mind, like, white chicks. Or the guy from Friday After Next. Remember how when he got out of prison, he was Damon? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the little one, not the big one. The guy who who was in White Chicks, Terry Crews, was uh-huh. in The Last Friday. And he played Damon, who got out of pr- prison. 
I remember Cat Williams was like, crunching on your balls. He got him with the... Right, right. Okay, the second one I was thinking about was him and Day Day, and that was a different guy. That That was was a different guy. Right. That was Debo still. Right. Okay, you know, I got to recap on some things. (laughs) Okay. So, go ahead and tell your story about Madden, sis, because I'm tired of hearing it. Has it started in your house yet? No, it has not. For some reason, I'm addicted to, like, downloading... Uh, GTF 5, you know what that is, Grand Theft Auto yeah. 5, and just, like, killing people in the video video game because I can't so, do it in real life. Okay, so Madden came out. Kunle went and I guess it's like a video game thing, whatever it is, that like you can sell, like, your old stuff, your old games. First of all, Kunle likes to get games that no shade to him, but he don't be winning it. He bought the MLB <laughs> baseball game. I was confused why he baseball? bought I know he he's into baseball, but okay. yes, he bought that. He bought FIFA. He don't even want soccer, but he wanted to buy it. Whatever. Do you, boo. So then he comes, I come home, and he's over there rearranging things in the living room to get his seat together. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I just got, I just got mad. And I said, you just got mad at where? What are you about to do? What you about to do? So then, you know, like, you have to download it and all this other stuff, and you create your own character. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to mind my business. I'm on YouTube catching up on my videos, and here he goes, uh, which haircut do you think looks like mine? How do, you, how do you think this one looks? Which voice do you like? I'm like, yo, like. Sir, this is not this building This is not a Sims you, game. Okay? And then, like, they have stores. You have to pick the university. And then. It's too realistic. It's too and realistic. they just be so deep into it. And then there's like, you could do like the practice squad thing. And I, that is the most ridiculous thing to me, but whatever. But then there's like little videos. Mm-hmm. And like, you can pick what they're going to say, like how the story's going to be. And he really just legit got out the chair, laid on the ground, and put his, and kicked his feet up and had his arms sitting back like this and was watching. Like, I was just like, yo, turn this off. I need to watch Grownish. I don't want to watch this shit. So, Madden, I'm not here for it. Um,. I hope accidentally, maybe on purpose, that he loses the game. Maybe it stops working. But then I can't have the system not work because if the system doesn't work, then I can't watch my Hulu on the TV. So, I'm not here for it. So, fuck you, Madden. Fuck you, NBA 2K. Whatever the fuck it's called. Or anybody that has it where you can, like... And he you don't have to be take winning. a picture of yourself or whatever, or like you hold the, your phone in front of your face and you do like a three sixty so that the game can get a visual of your. There face. was one where he did that. That I think that's two K. I was so over it. Two K nineteen, I think. But the thing is, is like he was watching it like it was like a real movie, mm-hmm. which is what like, killed me. He's like, he was, really he was like, shh. I was just like, yo, like stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did you catch up on the family Chantal? I did not watch this last episode oh, when I, I was getting ready to the power went out because of that nasty storm that happened. Mm. Mind you, Verizon can suck my balls because I still do not have internet. And you know, when you have sling TV, everything is through the internet. So my internet is down, and me. So you just have internet with Verizon? No, my well. My grandmother has internet, so I just connect to her internet source. And then mm. we just watch Sling or uh, Netflix or Hulu through through the internet. Verizon has never given me an issue but Comcast. You ever had Comcast? I they were the hate worst. Comcast. I swear, their rates go up just like the Pepco bill. Not even, like, I swear to goodness, like, it could, like, be a little windy and the TV <laughs> would freeze. And it looks like a little puzzle piece or something trying yes. to come together. Yes. And then you turn the channel forward and you try to turn it back. You try to hit the power button and you try to put it back on. And it's still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. No. It's like a little virus on the TV. 
Mm-hmm. I get it, sis. So what happened in the show? All right. I did see Life After Lockup, and I'm so ready for this new episode that comes on on Friday. So, long story short, on the family Chantel, River, Pedro, the dad, they all get ready to go out on this, like, guy's retreat or whatever it is. Wow. They, it hasn't necessarily started. It was just really them in the car and him having the conversation with um, Chantel's father. Um, I've realized in the two in the relationship who was the mastermind, and Chantel's mother is definitely the mastermind, because the father is just like, I mean, you know, yeah, let's all get along, whatever it is. River, I feel like he thinks he's harder than what he is. Yes. River, when nobody's scared of you, you hit the lamp, and you wasn't expecting pain to right. be about that life, and that's right. just what that was. Like, don't sit up there and say, I don't know what caused it. Yes, you do. And then they've hired a private investigator for Sean, uh, they need to mind Winters. But now I want to know. And I'm sick of y'all with these cliffhangers. Can I just well, say that bullshit? I'm well, sick of that. It is a show no. and they need to I don't be ready build for their that. ratings. I'm sick of the cliffhanger bullshit, okay? It better be something juicy. That's all I'm going to say. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't even remember what happened in Live After Lockup. So. Other than Michael meeting the baby. Michael met the baby and then he was like, um, he had asked Sarah to go to dinner. And she was like, you know, hesitant. And she was like, who would watch the kids and he was like you know I have a day day on my mother and then you know she was like well I don't want to go to dinner because you know she already filed for a divorce and then he got snappy and real nasty and you whatever long story short uh he was like we need to file for a divorce literally he know she got the papers already and I'm ready for her to slap him with them and I'm dying to see what information he has to give to Megan and I think he's probably going to say, you know, I got a divorce. Do you think they're going to stay together? You foresee them being together? I don't know. Maybe when he gets off of parole, we'll see. I'm sure they'll do like a recap to see what's going on with them. Because mm-hmm. um, I think he gets off so parole cute. in like 30 days. And the next clip that I saw, he was yeah. like walking into Megan's house or like a house somewhere in is Texas. Is there another episode coming out? Yes, another one coming on Friday. Every time I think the show is done, it's No, it's not episode. done. It's, it's one more. Um, so now they're going to court for the, he is so cute. Um, Giovanni. Yeah. I wasn't expecting, uh, what's the husband name? Marcelino and, uh, what is that boy? Tore that ass down. What was his name? Oh my God. I want to say Toby, Tony. Mateo. I was, I was all wrong. Whatever. It's it's definitely not Mateo. I don't know where I got that from. Jane of Virgin, maybe. Do you watch that show? No. No. You suck. Anyway. (laughs) Um, but they got in a little fight or whatever. And then. Now they're going through like a legal custody agreement thing where she, I guess she's trying to get, I don't know, full custody or just custody in full general. custody because I think they dropped the little boy off, but he's never come to pick him back up. Once again, like she wasn't in his life for two years. So I'm trying to help you build a relationship with your child. Even if I drop them all and I come in every once in a while. No, the little boy has been there for months. And like the consecutively? Dad, yeah, and the dad hasn't come, so that's what Marcelino was saying. He was just like, So let's go ahead and let's make the paperwork legal. He was like, You drop him off. He was like, I'm with him in the morning, all of this, yada, 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 yada. Do you feel like that's Marcelino's place to say all that? I think it's the girl's place to say something, but I definitely think she's scared of him. Hmm. But he looked like he only got the substance abuse. Really? Marcelino? No, not Marcelino. Uh, oh boy. Um, the dad, the, the Giovanni's father. Yeah. yeah. He looked like he was on something when he was like, we could do this with some dress pants on. I was like, boy, first of all, can we put on 
some basketball Girl, shorts or it. something. Like, you doing the most. Over it, over it. And then, let's see, what's her face? Took, um, Andrea took Lamar to Andrea Utah. So I can't. She I done, she done called her boss about getting another job. Called the school about They're not re-enrolling. Called, um, found a, a, a rental house, and she was like, I gotta put a deposit down on it today. Me and the kids are staying. The kids are on their way. She done took the man's uh, bank card mm-hmm. and driver's license so he couldn't go back to L.A. Um, just let the man go. He don't want to be out of L.A. I think also what people to realize is that when someone has, he has been institutionalized for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Almost 20 years. So... That's a lot. I come out. I have to learn how to reestablish myself on the community, but not only that, I'm coming out with a family that I didn't have when I went in. Right. I'm playing the role of husband. I'm playing the role of this. I'm playing the role of that. So his recent memories of being out was associated with where he was before, whether it was good or it was bad. So I feel like her expectation of what reality is going to be, and I feel like it was the same way in the last season when that white girl, Jonna, just as the other boy, she was expecting, like, well, you're going to buy me a ring. I'm like, my girl, oh, man yeah. just got out. With what money? Yeah. Let him get That's his bearings fine, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that deep voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he had to get his bearings. And then, Clint, I know that nigga on drugs. Yes, I don't know he is on, on something. Like, I think it's like crystal meth or something. I actually like his wife, though. <laughs> She's so Tracy? You like her? <laughs> because she just seems like she's just very whatever. Like, yeah. Just whatever. But Clint is just too damn emotional. For he me. is. He is. I don't know what transpired. They were getting ready to go renew her vow, their vows. And Clint she get was out the running car. in with her heels in a little plastic. Clint! Clint! <laughs> you sound yeah. like her. You should do impersonations. Wait, oh ask. my God. Oh my Y'all God. Y'all can't see, but she was sort of like this. Clint! 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 <laughs> with the plastic. You have so many issues. It's not even funny, bruh. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And then Lizzie and what's the white guy name? Uh, Scott. Scott. And then his she called it. Charlie. She called it. He, yeah. he was back on drugs. She saw that spoon. Mm-hmm. She said, th- she said, th- what? And then he tried to lie and say that he ain't say, um, that he ain't say, spoke about the girl Charlene, whatever the girl's mm-hmm. name he did. And then she was just like, oh, he said that? Mm-hmm. So what you saying is just y'all been fucking. Basically. Which isn't a surprise. She's staying for her keep. I get it. I see you, sis. It's not my cup of tea, but I get it. All right. But why she ain't questioned Scott about getting his uh, drug test? She probably already knew. If they lived together, but she probably already knew. why would you then go ahead and then question Lizzie about it? That's why Scott's teeth look the way that they look. That's exactly why. He probably didn't want to put it on camera because he knew he was probably going to lose his job. Something. He going to go and Because he's a truck door. driver. Right. And then we're gonna sit there and we'll pretend to throw that goddamn ring. He's too dramatic for me. They're both dramatic. First of all, and then throwing wads of money on the ground. Her I would have been like Lizzie. This, season, this episode, though. It was what? Her, her leave out wasn't showing as much. As much, but that wig was horrible. It was it's like a, a $5, a $5 synthetica. synthetica. It's a cheap. That's like a little church wig. Yeah, a, church a $5 something. synthetica. That's it. That's no. what I call synthetic wigs, synthetica. When it's too shiny. Like, it has a lot of hairspray in it, and yeah. it has little curls, mm-hmm. and they look like slinkies. I'm done. That's what it looks like. I'm so They're done. Loose. They I'm tired. Done. I'm done. <laughs> Wait a minute. Before we move on, Cecilia Brown has officially been released. Yes. I thought they said October, but... She has a book coming out in October. Got you. Okay. 
So she has officially been released. Um, I just can't imagine. Like, I do wonder, you know, where she's going to be staying. And First of all, she's about to make money. Okay. Oh, yeah. money. But she has to know how. I hope that they set her up in a situation to where she has someone, some type of therapy and counseling into being yes. reintroduced. Because not only is she being released early, but she now has this new son fame because of all of these people are going to be, you know, Buying her that book, attention. Exactly. different things like that, probably giving her a show. Like, exactly. Would you watch a show about her if they came out with one? I would. I predict that they're going to give her a show. I want to watch the documentary. I predict that they're going to give her a She's show. She's going to be a big part, I feel, of. And I think the reason that the case is so big is because you think about, you know, with the sex trafficking and things that happen to just sexual abuse when there's a difference with when it happens between black and brown girls in comparison to white girls. Mm-hmm. This was a white woman. She probably wouldn't have gone to jail. It was, oh, you know, da-da-da-da-da. But the systems are not set up for us. Right. Which is why the cases, like the situations like R. Kelly are such a big deal because people knew, people were aware about these things for a year, for years. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden it takes it to come on Lifetime, a documentary, to now we want to go ahead and now we want to take legal action. Now we want to do this and now we want to do that. Had that been little Jessica or Brittany from down the street? Oh, no. Oh, it would have been everywhere. Mm-hmm. It would have been everywhere. There would have been hashtags. It would have been this. It would have been that. Now, I don't watch this show, but it's what I think it's hip-hop something. Not loving hip-hop, but it's like hip-hop kids or whatever. Growing up hip-hop. Growing up hip-hop. Okay, so Bow Wow is on there, and now R. Kelly's wife is on there. And he had made a comment, um, like, joking with his mom. and was like, I wonder how much they paid her to allow on a documentary. He was, like, making little comments like that. And I was like, see, this is why don't nobody know who you are. Like, just be quiet. But, but see, Bawa has his own personal demons that he needs to deal with. Because I, I would not be surprised if Bawa was exposed to things he had no business oh, being he exposed probably to was. at that age. He probably was. Him and, I think, Usher as well. Yep. All of them. When they start off young, they got all these young women, all of them, um, older Bieber. women That's around them. That's crazy mm-hmm. Got all these older women around them, giving them coochie and everything. Like, come on now. They got issues. I just need Bawa to be quiet. Bawa wants some drugs. You think so? I know, so what he's on, I don't know. Okay. I think it's a mixture of being a has-been child <laughs> celebrity. I'm done. She said a whole has-been. And then now he's back on TV and trying to get into that transition that people respecting him is no boy longer bye. seeing him as little Bow Wow. But he needs to just shut But you were acting like a little he boy. He needs to just sit down and just shut the fuck up. That's what he needs to Stop do. Stop acting like a little boy. And get, his, and get his emotions together and whatever the fuck else it is he got going on. Now tell me about this police. Okay. In Texas. So a photo has surfaced where uh-uh, don't be signing off. So okay. I have to get on my um news anchor voice. Uh. <laughs> Excuse me. So a photo has surfaced of a Texas police uh two Texas police officers and they are on um horses and they're literally it looks like they're walking with a man with something around his neck. No, it's not on his neck. It, it's from the behind. Look like. It's from behind. Okay, so from the angle I'm sitting at, it looks like it's around his neck. So, so what it is is that you know, I've always wondered this. So in this particular instance, I don't really think it's a black white thing. <laughs> Y'all ever seen like when police officers are on the horses or on the little scooters? 
Yeah. In my mind, on how the body, you how you gonna arrest somebody? You can arrest somebody, but how are you transporting them? Why exactly. didn't you? Why didn't you just call like a, a, a squad car to come and meet you, and then put him in the car and then go like that? Exactly. So the, apparently, the story is is that these two horse police officers or police officers who patrol on horses, um, they arrested a man by the name of Sean King, and he was handcuffed, and he's walking in between the two of them. While he's walking in between them, there's like a leash that's being held, like that's attached to him. So the two officers are on the horses, and then he's in between them, and then they're, he's handcuffed, and I guess they're trying to bring him. They don't have a car to put him right. in there, and you can't throw him on the back of the horse. So, so their mode again. of transportation to keep a track of him is put him on the leash. No, no, no. Their mode of transportation is about horsey or right. pony. They should have. It's full grown. I don't care. They should have dispatched and said, you know what, we need somebody to come and meet us with a, squ- a squad car so we could take this, this person, you know, Correct. into captivity. I mean, in But either way it goes, whether they, they were walking or not, I'm sure they may have still put the leash thing on him. Because think about it, if you had gotten arrested, and even if you're waiting for backup, they put you in the police car. Right. You don't have any place right. to put So them I on. agree with you. I don't think it's a race thing. However, the photo is very problematic. Yeah, so a lot of people are saying that it's a racist in nature. Um, and then the police, the police's chief, the department chief said that although this is a trained technique and best practices in some scenarios, I do believe our officers showed, and then the story won't finish. Sorry, shade room, you know, they'd be cutting off stories. And stuff. <laughs> but they were essentially saying that this is actually the trained technique they had. It just so happens to be that the man is black. It just so happens to be that it is caught on film, and from the outside looking, it, it does not it look does, appropriate. Right, it does not look appropriate. So hopefully they come up with a more, a better looking solution. I hope so. Hopefully so. All right, y'all. So, it's funny, but it's not funny. So there was a woman, a burglar tried to, long story short, a burglar tried to break into her home, and to go ahead and to stop him, she threw a pot of hot grease on his face. The man suffered extreme burns and his mugshot is the funniest thing ever. Um, I don't think he's going to be breaking in nobody's houses no more. What do you think about it? Oh, I definitely don't think he will. I don't think he can see to begin with. That face is all born, that burnt, that part, poor baby. Ain't no poor baby. Have you ever thought about like, and see, this is me. Just, I told do you, you think you, she'll be charged? Now see, I don't know. So the woman, so... Okay, well, the story was, this is in, this took place in Alabama. So a man broke into the lady's house with a gun, the police say, and she had a pot of hot grease, happened to be accessible, and she threw it on his face. And um, she's claiming self-defense in reference to, you know, throwing the hot pot of grease because he came into her home with a weapon. Right. Um, Which I agree because even if somebody came into my home and I had a gun, I would fire. So then you came into my home. You're intruding. Now, what they are saying is, is that this may be a domestic situation. Mm, so they're I was thinking about that, too. Right. Because what did, I was like, what did homeboy do to get some grease thrown on him? Because you know, Medea, she be preaching that. She said Get some that. hot grease, um, hot that. grits. Now, he is, uh, he did get arrested, and he was held in lieu of bond of $300,000. Um, and he got, they had to take him to the hospital first. <laughs> this is so not funny. This is not funny. But, okay. Let's paint the scenario. Let's say it's not somebody that you know. Okay. If an intruder, I always think to myself, 
you know, I be having these theories. And these I know. In my that's head why I want you to go first because you be knowing. Come I always think to myself, okay, you know what? No. So one time, me and Kumley were at home and we just came back from seeing, I think it was the purge, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we hear banging, banging, banging on the door, banging on the door. His cousin was with us at the time. And I'm like, for me, if I'm not expecting no company, I'm not answering no fucking door. If you ain't Amazon, if you ain't USPS, if you ain't DHL Express delivering my hair, I'm not expecting <laughs> you to call me and text me. I don't answer the door, especially when you're over here knocking on the door. Tonight, you got me startled. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck, who is that? They're like, please open up, open up. And I'm like, oh, no, no, Because you know sometimes people be lying and things like that. So I go ahead and I peek. And I'm like, it is the police. I'm calling Kuma. He was downstairs. Me and his cousin were upstairs. He couldn't hear me. I go get a knife. Girl, I know what was about to pop up. Of course, I opened the door with it behind me. I was like, what do you want? And then I said, show me your badge. They showed me the badge, whatever. I said, what is it? They were like, oh, your neighbor reported um, seeing some flashing lights in the house. They wanted to make sure that you were okay. And what it was, was that I was checking the light bulb. <laughs> but. Bitch, that's called SOS, people say. Well, I appreciate the neighbor. I appreciate that. But the fact is, it got me thinking, like, if something were to ever pop off, or, like, sometimes our house is the bus stop, and for whatever reason, after a certain time, the bus stops running. So we will randomly just have cars sitting there. Sometimes you're waiting for somebody. You just pull over, whatever it is. And sometimes, like, we have to go outside and go around and get something. I get a knife. I'll be like, yo, now I got this. Let me get the knife just in case. And I have to let them know. And I'll talk loud. Hello. Hello. Da, 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 da. So they could be a little scared, a little intimidated. <laughs> so they know, like, I see you. <laughs> so what would you do? If somebody Especially came in my since house? you have kids. If somebody came in my house? Yeah. In the perfect Ooh. scenario, what do you think you would do? Let's say you don't have a gun. Well, one, I don't. Okay, you don't. But the kids have um, this bat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will probably beat them up with a bat. In, in the middle of me putting my phone on speaker. Well, actually, I have, like, Google Home, but I really don't use it like that. Are you being quiet or are you letting them know I know that you're in here? Now, what part of the home are you talking about? Because you know we renovated the basement. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. Perfect. It don't matter. Details don't matter. You are in the home, and if somebody comes in, they try to break in your house. You wake up, you hear it. So you get your bat. Do you let them know that you know that they are there? Do you try to show them that you're crazy? Because mm. I felt like I would yell out, I'm strapped. Come in here if you want to. And I've called the police. Or would you try to sneak attack? No, I ain't trying to sneak attack nothing. Because first of all, are they got glasses? Bitch is blind in the dark. You ever seen that video where these people tried to break into the man's house? And then the man came and they shot and the man shot back. And they ran out the house. No. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Well, first of all, like I said, the kids have a bed. Yeah. I would go get the bed. You know, I would lie and be like, I'm strapped. Well, you know, I got a piece. What's good? And let them know the police have yeah. been called. You know, put the kids in another separate room, lock the door, and then, you know, proceed to do what I got to do. Thank you. Hello? I'm letting you know. You come in here if you want to. But not in that order. I think I'll put the kids in the room first, let them scream at home because you know that's what the fuck they're going to do. Then I'm going to call the police. Mm-hmm. Should I call the police first? I don't know, but that's what I would do. You got me thinking about that now. So this is really random. But it ties into, we were going to talk about this later. So I was in the mall the other day, and 
um, I guess we're going to kind of jump around now. You know, there was a uh, two shootings this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, one in, I think it was, what was it? In, it was in Texas. With the, which one had like 32 people? So in total of the both of the shootings, there were 32 people that were killed. There was one in Dayton, Ohio, um, and it was a shooting that took place on the street. Um, the killer actually went ahead and he um, killed his sister first, her boyfriend, and then on the street and he was shooting. And I think in like 30 seconds, he was able to kill like eight or nine people. Um, and then the other uh, shooting went ahead and took place in El Paso, Texas at a Walmart. And this Walmart was connected to, um, the the Walmart was connected to a mall. So people in the mall, they were coming out and they were saying a little kid ran out and said someone's shooting. And they said they didn't think anything of it. They thought he was playing around. But then in reality, then he started hearing the gunshots. And one, um, he was a, a black military person. I'm sorry, I don't have his name on hand. But he was able to go ahead and scoop kids up and save them and, you know, get them out of the way. And I want to say maybe... I think it was like 18, 19 people died, and then 27 more were injured, and this was a targeted, um, this was, this Walmart is made of a lot of Hispanics, you know, they're right off the board, like a couple miles away from Mexico, um, and then, you know, when they went ahead and they looked, he didn't die, they, he did surrender to the police officers, he was taken into custody, and he's now being held for questioning, however, the one in Dayton, Ohio, these shootings were 13 hours apart, <clears throat> he was killed by suicide by the police officers. So anyways, I say that to say, I was in the mall the other day, and I was thinking to myself... Now, is that considered suicide if it was done so it's by called suicide by police. So literally, sometimes these shooters, they'll go into the situations, and they want the police to shoot them. Mm. That's what they want. That's their aim. That's their goal. Um, but I was in the mall the other day, Arshay, and I was thinking to myself, Kunlay and I had split up. He went one way, I went another way. And I thought to myself, if something happened, what store could I go into? And I know that is so, like, morbid of a thought to think, but that is now our, like, sadly everyday reality. I cannot imagine being in the mall, and I was I felt like I was getting ready to give myself an anxiety attack because I was thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, does Kunle have his phone on him? What store would he run into? How am I going to know if he's okay? I wouldn't want to call the person here the phone ringing. Like, I cannot imagine just going on about my regular day business. I'm in Walmart. I'm shopping. And then all of a sudden, shots ring out. Like, I can't, I cannot imagine something like that. See, this is why I don't go. It's a scary thought. I don't go outside like that anymore. My father was like, why don't you watch the news? I said, because I get tired of cutting on the news and hearing that 42 people were shot and killed or this happened and that happened people like people are at a carnival geez, with their kids right. or at a concert or at the movie theaters and I hate to say this like there are some places that I'll go and I'll anticipate alright like it may be some nigga shit people gonna start shooting whatever it is you know so I know my mode of safety is I'm gonna leave early I'm gonna know where my exits are yada 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 we're not gonna park here we're gonna park there but in that moment Arshay like I felt myself getting into panic mode and it's crazy that that's actually a reality, that you can literally be out going about your business to Walmart. Do you know they have bulletproof book bags? Yes. That's crazy. How crazy is that? But I was really in there, and I'm like, I was passing by like the furniture stores, the shoe stores, and I was just like, 
that store has boxes. If the man comes in here, he can do da 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 da. I don't know if I can come into the store. Could I run in there fast enough? Would they allow me in the store? How fast could they get the gate down? I was thinking things like that because remember a couple years ago at the Columbia Mall, there was a shooting that happened. You remember that a couple years mm-hmm. ago? And again, like, and that day, that morning, I was just like, I need to go to the mall, but I didn't feel like getting dressed. I don't even know what it was. But I was like, all right, I'm about to go to the mall. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. And I had plans to go to that mall. And then, boom, that came up on the news. And I think of those things. Like, it's it's just, it's crazy that it's a reality. And, of course, uh, Senior Senor Trump, President Trump, didn't want to address it. He won't call the man a domestic. Say senior, senior, senior. No, you know, impossible. (laughs) He doesn't want. He's not addressing it as domestic terrorism. He's trying to say, "Oh, this disturbed individual. What were the warning signs before?" But he's not gonna come out and just say what they are. As a white supremacist, because they're in support of him. Well, let me ask you this question. I know it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'm just randomly thinking about it. I was listening to the radio, and they had people calling, and, and they were asking a question. If all insurance was free, if free insurance, free benefits, free everything, would you be okay with immigrants having it? I wouldn't give a shit. Good. So I was getting ready to say, you better not say anything. Well, what would make you, that. what was the... the the mode of the conversation, like what were they saying? Um, a lot of people were saying, no, it's not fair. They need to come over here and they, they need to work. They need to do this. They need to do that. And then a lot of people were saying, who really cares? If it's free and everybody is getting it, why exactly. not give it to them? That's how I feel. I think it's a matter of, um, a couple of years ago I had gone to, I think I spoke about it before, I heard a Holocaust survivor speak. And this was like in the beginning of like Trump getting into office and, you know, She's like, you know, America didn't want immigrants. They did not want the Jews. She said, initially, we were sent to Cuba. Cuba says, we don't want them. We can't afford them, so we'll pay the United States to go ahead and just take them. And that's how a lot of them ended up in Florida and things like that. Um, And I was just like, well, what? I don't understand, like, if there's room with these people need help. But she made a good point to me. She says, the problem is, is that when a country isn't prepared, she says, understand, you can't just keep them there. She said, you have to feed them. You have to clothe them. You have to provide housing. You have to provide, you know, take care of their health needs. She says, and if a country is not prepared to take care of that, then it becomes a financial burden to them. And because it's like, that's like, let's say you prepared your dinner for five people. And then all of a sudden, 12 more people end up coming. You didn't prepare for that. You did not prepare for that. Um, so what she was saying is she was just like, I don't think it's that the countries don't want to take these people in. They don't know how to deal with them. They don't know how they're going to afford to manage them. So what the problem then is becoming is, is that, yes, we are a place of free refuge, but it's just like, okay, where are we going to put them? Where are we going to gather the resources to help them out? And I know someone, and she was saying, I think I think when it was Kentucky, they have a large population of um, uh people from various parts in Africa coming. There's, like, a large African population there. Mm-hmm. And she was saying it's just, like, for one family of maybe, like, three or four, it's $100,000 just to get them up and going. Housing, health care, dental, all these different things. So she said, so imagine all of these influx of people are coming in. A lot of these people, and, you know, my previous position at work, a lot of these kids, they've never been to the doctor. 
Mm-hmm. You know, but in order for you to be in our schools, you have to have your physical. You have to have gone to the dentist. You have to do this. So you're paying extra Shot money to go ahead and to get them their shots, to get them their dental history, to get them this, to get them that. On top of that, finding them place to stay, finding them this, finding them that. So I think that's where the issue of, from a financial standpoint, comes from. And then people here who are in Americans are saying, like, well, they're taking their jobs. They're not taking your jobs. Because those are the be jobs honest, that you didn't want to do lot, anyway. Those are, they are doing the job that you do not want to do. They don't mind working under the table. But it's a sad situation. I've had a student who he needed antibiotics. Like, he needed to be in the hospital. And he was working under the table. And we were like, why didn't you stay? He was just like, because I'm not legal. He's like, so I don't want to do anything to bring attention to myself. But we're like, you could die. But he was just like, yeah, but I don't want them asking me any questions. And so that's where a lot of the things come in here with the immigration thing. It's just like, okay, they're fleeing their countries for whatever life and death situations here. But then it's just like we have to create some type of system so that when they are coming in here that they are being properly cared for. But at the same time, being able to care for the people that are already here. But then when you think about when Trump with his bullshit of they're taking our job, taking this, then the third, none of his wives were American born. Okay? And they don't say nothing about these white Europeans that come up in here. Of course not. Don't say nothing about them. Because they're white. Okay. So I don't really see what the issue is, but um, my personal issue with it is that Trump is not calling it what it is. When they're Muslim people, they say it's terrorism, they're terrorists. When it's uh, Hispanic people, they're thugs, they're hoodlums, they're rapists. When it's black people, it's why is it black on black crime? Why is it this? Why is it that? And when it is here, these white, homegrown terrorists, it's, oh, they have the mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Stop. And it's called what it is. And a gym, I think it's called Equinox. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. <laughs> so I think that... Girl, I thought it was the car that they were talking about. I was going to say, um, Josh... Don't be driving your car until we get this together. I feel like, oh, it's Equifax. It's the credit thing. Um, That's a credit thing, right? No, it's Equinox and... Um, but Equifax is, is a thing, right? Equifax. Equifax, whatever. Right. I didn't make yeah, that up, Yeah, right? that is. But we're talking about Equinox and... Soul Cycle. Lord. So they're facing backlash because it's revealed that the chairman, the chairman of the organization is hosting a fundraiser for Donald Trump. Hmm. Now, what do you think? First of all, did you see Chrissy Teigen's little video uh-uh. that she posted? She was like, um, so it looks like Equifax and SoulCycle are teaming up together to do something for Donald Trump. Um, I'm asking that everybody boycott their, uh, no, cancel their gym memberships. You can come to my house and we can work out together. And I was like, you better fucking do it. Is that right? You better do it. I guess I'll be at your houses because I don't have a Soul Cycle uh, membership, but I would love to work out with you. Do you think people are gonna boycott it? Yeah, I've seen a lot of um, stuff on the news about people not boycotting it, but like canceling their memberships. And then they put out a statement saying, you know, these are not our views, these are not our values. We're so sorry, blah blah blah. blah. We, we don't support this. Damn but man. if you don't support it, then don't do it. You know what? Organizations care when things hit them in the pocket. Of course. And we are not in a time now. Every organization, every company is about numbers. It's about money. Yep. People care when things go ahead and they hit them in the pocket. And now we are in a time where your political thought, and I've always heard that two things you shouldn't talk about in public are politics and religion. Mm -hmm. 
and we're in a time where things are crossing over. Too much. Too much. Everything is overlapping. Now I've never been to Soul Cycle. I've always wanted to go. I don't necessarily care for any prices. Um, but I, I always had in mind. I've never done a cycle class before. I've never done it either, but I don't want to. I don't I can like go the, ride a bike if I want to do all that. Right, and I don't like the idea of up down up. I don't yeah. like that. It hurts my butt. I don't like it. But they had some Beyonce themed Soul Cycle classes, and my girl Michelle Obama goes to the one in DC. Soul Cycle mm-hmm. on Sundays is what I hear. However. <laughs> I don't think she'll be back. No. So the way I was fake boycotting Gucci, fake in air quotations, I'm going to need y'all to keep that same energy. So we'll see. Just cancel your membership and go to Planet Fitness or somewhere else. Or go get a bike yourself and go ride. Planet Fitness, there's LA Fitness, there's WSC. It's, it's a lot, pla- it's a lot of places. Thing. Gold's Gym. So moving on for this, these very heavy topics... Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Megan the Stallion. I freaking love her. I she's love a mood. Her. I am curious though if she will cross over to mainstream. I know you're not you like. So? I know you're not like big into music. I'm not. But I be having my Joe Bunna. When I be listening to their podcast, I feel like I'm a part of their show. I be like, yep. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like I'm part of the read when I listen to them, and you know, that's as far as I go. See. Oh, but really quickly, shout out to Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign. They, um, um, Megan Thee Stallion put out a song called Hot Girl Summer, of course, going on, finishing up her, her album. But this has just been a phenomenal year for her. Yeah. Like, she's just out here killing the motherfucking game. Then a quick shout out to Queen Latifah. She got picked up for the ABC remake of Little Mermaid as Ursula. Now, when you say the ABC, is it going to be cartoon too? I doubt it. I don't know. You watch. You, yeah, we were texting each other. Was it Fox or ABC that did Rent? Because whoever did it did a horrible job. But who did it? So it's going to be the Broadway version. I'm assuming that's what it is. Okay. That's my assumption. Got it. Understood. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that, though. I don't know if I want to watch it. I feel like all of these remakes, some of them are good. I still haven't seen Lion King. I'm trying to wait for the Beehive and everybody to calm down. And then let me go and make my own opinion and assumption on it. And, of course, I want to take the kids. So I want to make sure it's, like, a late, a late movie when anybody in there. You know, my kids are four and two years old. And they but I think... Crazy. So, I'm super excited. Like, again, in my mind, in another life, I was a mermaid. I think mermaids are real. Um, fight me if you don't believe that. Um, but... I'm so curious. I'm just waiting for them to drop a trailer because I'm wondering how they're going to do that because it's underwater. Like half of the movie is in the water. Right. So I'm assuming it'll probably be like some backdrops and different things like that or maybe some, uh, of course, uh, camera lighting. You know what I think? Maybe like, you ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Remember when they had the mermaids in there? I remember seeing the mermaids. I don't remember how far it went. They didn't. Deadline. They didn't show them in the water too long. Or like, okay, you remember Harry? Did you ever watch any of the Harry Potter movies? A few of them. Okay, so there was one where he was doing like this. I think it was Quippet, whatever that game is, and they got in the water, and he had to go under there, and they were mermaids in the water, mm-hmm. and he looked. They looked kind of funny. Not the mermaids, but like the shooting in the water looked funny. It might be like that. Okay. Might be a little distorted, I don't know. Right. That's the only thing I just can't get past my mind with. But I am excited. 
I'm excited too. Oh my god, and so my friend, she's from Barbados originally, and she sent me this link. And in Barbados, I forgot what the place is called, but you can buy a mermaid tail or rent it out. And they take you on the water. You can go swim with the mermaid tail. So I have plans to go visit her in Barbados when she goes with her family. And I was just like... Is the water clear? Yeah. Because that's, that's how people get attacked. Because Bitch, you are seen as like a fish or food or something like that. Especially with a tail like that. Then No offense. Not saying you are. But they might think you're like a walrus or something. A walrus? I'm not saying you look like of one. all I'm the animals, just, you have to pick. You said a goddamn walrus. You I'm, couldn't have said a dolphin. Okay, a dolphin. I'm sorry. A or fucking walrus? Cause I was watching this show called Serene, and it's like with mermaids and stuff. What, and a walrus? I'm, I, bitch, I just said you wasn't one. Oh, I know. I know you were talking about me. <laughs> I'm just saying. But a, that is the most random animal. I, I mean, shout outs to the walruses. I mean, like, they, oh, need, they okay. need love, too. Okay, so... I have seen pictures where people do, like, shoots with, like, the dolphins and they have their tail on. Mm-hmm. But speaking of, see, Florida again. Florida again. There was a report. I don't know if I mentioned this last week. But in 24 hours, three people got bit at this one beach. See? That's because, what I But the thing about it is, is right now in the water, it's the shark's mating season. Mm-hmm. So they're coming closer to, to the, the water. So that's why people are getting, you know, bit up and shit or whatever it is. But what it is is that. When you're in the water, so I've learned from watching my discover my animal planet. Sharks do not like to eat people, but when they see you and like we're swimming around, mm-hmm. we look like a fish in distress, mm-hmm. which is why they'll go and they'll nibble at you. So hypothetically speaking, if you should see one in the water, you are supposed to, as as calm as I imagine you can be, remain calm and swim with a nice flow. And how am I supposed to swim with a nice flow when these currents are pushing my ass in the water? I don't know. I'm not going to anybody's Florida Beach water. When I go to Miami coming up, I don't plan on getting in their water. I don't want no jellyfish getting me. Nothing. But they are trying to put drones. They're trying to put, like, drones at beaches so that they have a better view to see. Mm-hmm. And there was a beach, I think it was in uh, Hamanasset. And it was the same thing. People saw, like, there were three sightings of fins. However, it was a different type of fish. But there was a buoy out nearby, and people saw a fin, so they were saying they're going to make it mandatory that they have drones. Well, first of all, we're not supposed to be in their their, their world. We're not right. supposed to be in the ocean. The beach, the ocean, whatever. Whatever. Right. We're, we in, we're in their their space. Oh, well, we are. We're in there. And we out, out here getting towed up. Now you're thinking we pieces well, of chicken. I'm gonna go out there and again, I fell in another life. I was a mermaid and just don't be a walrus. I'm not gonna <laughs> be a walrus. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wait, did the hot girl summer song drop yet? Because I heard she was like delaying it. She did it delay it. I don't know if it if it dropped or not, but I'm excited. It should be. I so tell me. I said, you are so phony. What Sometimes I be seeing you, I be like, oh, she out there living her life, but you be so busy. But then I just randomly see you on somebody's Instagram, whatever it is, enjoying brunch. So, how was brunch? That you was over there getting lit and enjoying your whole oh, life then? 
my God. Okay. So me and my friends decided that we were going to live our best life and go to day brunch on Sunday. Okay. So I ain't going to say no names of who selected the restaurant, Katrina. Um, We went. My friend Portia drove. We got there. You know, it's bottomless mimosas. Okay. What fucked me up was they gave us a shot of a fireball. Mm. Champagne is... Isn't it clear, right? Or considered white liquor. Yeah. Not so, liquor, but yeah. Whatever. I was ripped up like it was, so we're going to say it's liquor. Okay. Okay. So champagne, mimosas, and a shot of Fireball. I had at least maybe 46 mimosas. I thought I was in the DR. I thought I was out here about to, to, to tear it up. I stood up. The liquor hit me. Are you a lightweight, though? No, I'm not the lightweight. So, that's why I was like a lot. I had a lot of liquor. Right. And when I stood up, it hit me. No, but that's why I'm asking. I feel I'm like not a lightweight. I'm not a big drinker. I, I think I like am now. <laughs> mimosas is one of those things that don't hit you till you stand up. I find like with alcohol, period. It's fine when you cool and you sit down and you chilling and you whatever it is. But it's when a bitch wants to get up, mm-hmm. the legs don't feel right. Oh, no. And the fact that my friends left me. To walk down the stairs by myself. I told them. I said we should have walked down the stairs together. They're going to say what are we supposed to do? Fall? I said yes. Fall in style. Okay? We're just going to fall together. They didn't care about me. Mm. And I was the most drunk. So what's the recipe for a good brunching then? Bitch I don't know. That's why I'm on here telling <laughs> but this I'm story. But I'm saying like I find that more people are like maybe in our age group. Maybe it's just our age group or it's just a thing now. But people are doing day parties over going out out and i'm kind of with the daytime activity okay so the thing about day drinking and you know drinking at night me, friend. the sun is a factor so you already had maybe four or five mimosas and then you get out in the sun it makes you drunker stronger word it's a word for today it makes you more intoxicated Okay, well, like, okay, is your preference to either day drink? Okay, is your preference No, to, I ain't day drinking enough. No, listen, listen, that. listen. Okay? <laughs> Would no. your preference be no. to either go out during the day and turn up or go out at night and turn up? Go, go out at night and turn up. Why? Because in the daytime, okay, at night you can come home, you can go to sleep, sleep it off through the night, okay? The daytime, I got kids. You got to factor in the children. You got to factor in Joshua. Okay, let's pretend it's vacation. Okay, it's vacation. Oh, then I'm doing whatever I want. But if you had a choice, friend, pick. On vacation, I'm day drinking. Because I didn't pay $1,000 to come across somebody's pond to look at anybody. Now, unless we're going on, like, excursions or whatever. Right. Then I'm not drinking because I don't know these people. But if I'm with my girls and we're in a secluded area, it's just us, We got, I'm doing it. See, I feel like... I'm a daytime person. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm saying I could be a night person too, but I'd rather just get it over with because then I can go ahead and do what I need to do. I can drink or whatever it is, and then if I want to chill for the night, I could do that. But I feel like at nighttime, I have to factor in the fact is that niggas 
we operate on CP time. So we're not going anywhere to like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I'm not about that life no more. Alexandra needs to be out. Well, first of all. Because first of all, if I've been running my errands all day and then I come in the house, I take this bra off, I'm not going nowhere. And sometimes, like, let's say if you hit me up and be like, oh, you trying to do something? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, sure, cool. I purposely won't hit you up about it. In hopes that maybe you'll forget. And I'll be like, oh, what you want? Do you still want to go? I'll be like, it's whatever you want to do. But in my mind, I really want to be like, bitch, no, I'm tired. I just want to sit down and do nothing. So I'd rather get it out the way, and then I can relax for the rest of the day. Because I feel like at nighttime, I feel like I'm recovering the next day. Right. So that's why I don't want to do that. on vacation. Okay, so vacation. On vacation, I'm day drinking. Day, night, evening, mid-morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, 6 a.m., I don't care. I'm on vacation. But when I'm at home, I prefer to drink at night. That way I can recover a whole, between 6 to 9 hours of sleep. In the daytime, I don't get that, especially with kids. I literally had three hours before the kids came home. And then I was like, all right, you got to get this together. I kind of, TMI, had to force myself to vomital in order for me to sober up <laughs> but see and the thing is is like when I think back I remember being younger and my mom always saying to me you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna be tired of partying I didn't believe it girl I didn't believe it. Monique said the same thing and I was like girl please back like in college I remember like we used to go to this place called a monkey barrel mm-hmm. oh that sounded and, fun girl Thursday, like, mind you, I was working, I had full-time classes, I was working, I was president of an organization, I had a lot of shit I was doing, Mm -hmm. but I did not miss Thursdays at the Monkey Bear, like, you just, you didn't miss it, and there was always some type of event going on before that, we had classes, Thursdays was the day I worked, and I would go to work at five in the morning, work my couple of hours, and then I had a lab or whatever it was, there was always an activity before, you had to go home, shower, get dressed, and then we'd be out there till like, two or three. And then, you know, if you had a little move afterwards, they may come through, whatever the case is. And then I had an 8 o'clock class. But I couldn't miss that class because I needed that to graduate. I don't know how I function like that. I don't know how I function like that. So Now, you get one activity out of me a day. At what age did you realize that you are not built like you was when you were 21 through 24? No, I'll take that back. Built like you were 18 to 24. I felt like it didn't hit me until maybe like 25. Because now, like, because I was so busy, mm-hmm. I looked to the weekends to party. Like, I'm not a drinker or smoking like that, but I look, I needed to, like, burn off that energy. Like, and I felt like I still don't operate on a lot of sleep now. But, like, in college, you always had something to do. You were always around your friends, whatever it is. But now we have grown people jobs. Right. And now I'm kind of like, I can still go out because I can go to bed whenever time I want to go to bed, you know, whatever it is. And I'm still responsible. But now I think I need to make sure I have enough amount of sleep. I need to do this when I get home. I need to do that. But now if I go out, let's say it's a Saturday. I like to clean up. I like to run my errands. I thought I was the only one. I enjoy cleaning. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I turn my Putting music, my music up. on. Yes. Yeah, I turn my music up. I be cleaning. That's when you everybody go ahead and put that on. You get that good clean. Yeah. Not to straighten up, but the clean clean. Mm-hmm. Okay? House smelling like Clorox and yes. bleach. Throw the candles on, everything. And be good to go take the good shower. Take the good shower. Yes. Okay? Yeah. I may go to Target. I don't even need shit. Exactly. I may go to the mall. Oh, that's cute. Do I want this? Do I want that? I'll be looking for shit. And I come home and be like four o'clock. 
maybe four o'clock or whatever it is. But then people want to make plans to go out and shit like that. And for me, I've been out all day. I've had a full day of activities. I don't want to go out at 10, 1030. So when people be like, oh, I don't know. And I'd be like, well, bitch, what time are we going? And they don't have a set time for me. You are looking for me to not to want to go anywhere. That's it. And if I get dressed, and if I sit too long, then I'm going to want to change my clothes about three, four, or five times. And then I'm going to get mad. I'm going to get emotional. And then I'm not going to want to go no more. And I'll be praying, like, God, please let them cancel. And then they don't. Girl. And see, with me now, okay, so for me, the question I asked you, for me, I realized that in 26, 27, mm-hmm. I'm 27 now, so 26. And I was just like, yeah, let's just do a girls' night and we can do the same thing. But chill, watch a movie, we can cook dinner. Let's do a happy hour. Right. Let's do a let's do something cute. I don't wanna do and see I don't even do like all the clubbing and stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna do that shit. Because first of all, it's now they doing it eighteen and up and I ain't got time to be in it with nobody that, but daughter. you wanna sit down when you wanna sit. Yes. I wanna sit down when I wanna sit. Right. I don't wanna be waiting in no long ass line. Right. I don't wanna be out there like I could do a U Street, I could do an Adams Morgan. But again, and I could do that because things pop off earlier mm-hmm. and I could walk around, I can get some food, I can mm-hmm. do whatever it is. But um let me just say to you, if you should invite me out, we oh we're gonna do okay. I'm not gonna text you all day on purpose. <laughs> I'm not. Because I'm hoping that you forgot. And you know I will. So if I hit you with the, you still trying to, okay, well, let me know. Let me know means that Alex, I'm laying down now. I have to take all of my strength to get up and get dressed and ready to go. No, I'm going to FaceTime you because I need to see your face. I'm not going to answer. And I'm going to FaceTime you. Because then again. I have to schedule a nap before we go out. What? I have to, I swear to God, I have to schedule a nap in. Okay. We are on grandma status, but it's okay. You're a little bit older than I am. A little, a little do seasoned. Don't do that, friend. A little more seasoned pigeon do than I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just can't. But it's funny because my cousin, um, she's 24 now. She lives out here. She's a nurse. She's living her life. She's going to brunches. She's doing this. She's having Sunday fun day. Oh, my girl, live at Assam Terrace. I give you one more summer. Where you going to be so tired? You're going to be so tired. I enjoy. Is she single? Well, not now. She's not single right now? No. Yeah, I gave her right now. Yeah, I gave her one more summer. Yeah. I think this summer may be it. I said, once you start, because I said, I said, once you start going on vacations, then you're going to be looking for that turn up. Mm -hmm. That's when you use all your energy to turn up. Because my fiance just came back from uh, Caravana for his uh, bachelor trip. Okay. And he's such a grandpa. I'm like, he's just like, dog, I'm tired. He's just like, I'm just not about this life. Like, I am tired. And I'm wondering, I'm like, I'm happy. I'm like, good. Ain't nothing out there of substance for you anyways at this point in time of night. But I'm like, but you on vacation. And I feel like when I'm on vacation, I'm running off of adrenaline. So I don't, like, I know I need to sleep. I know I'm tired, but I just can't. So it's just like I didn't come out all this way to spend all this money to be laying down sleeping. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. But when I come back, oh, I feel it. I feel it times 100 when I come back. I feel like it takes me like a week to recover. All right, friend, before we get up out of here, do you have a music plug this week? I do. Tiana Taylor. I've seen clips of the video. It has a so good. song with King Combs. It's called How You Want It. Oh, uh, is that the same video I'm talking about? Yeah. Was she on the, like, on the phone in the yeah. 90s thing? Okay. I got to check that out. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. I like, 
I don't like when people try to redo videos too much, but I do like the song. Okay. But that's it. Our music plug is Tiana Taylor and King Combs. How do you want it? All right, guys. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram. On Facebook, we are uh, Nobody Famous Podcast. On Twitter and Inst- on Twitter and Instagram, we are MB Famous Podcast. All right, guys. Bye. Bye, y'all. So dry. <laughs> Hi, friend. Hi, friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all, we were talking about wines, and our Shay is becoming a a mini wine connoisseur. I'm trying. I cannot do anything that's like it. It, it tastes. I, I want to describe it as dry. But it mm-hmm. just tastes like dried dirt or something. I don't know. I'm more like a sweet wine type of girl. So I'm not a big drinker just in general because alcohol makes me very hot and then sleepy. But then also, I don't really like the taste of it. Okay. But with wine, and guys, I'm sorry you hear the noise in the background. I need to change the battery in my smoke detector. So if you hear the beep, that's what it is. Um, but anyways... I've been to a place before and they've done like a flight. So like it's like four or five different wines and you taste them like one after another. That's the only way that I've actually been able to taste the difference between like this wine is like oaky or has this flavor in it. But I need it to be like as sweet as possible because that dry shit is not for me. Yeah. Well, like I said, if you're ever interested into trying a wine, I'm really addicted to this one called Stella Rosé. And they, mm-hmm. they have a red one, and they also have white ones, if you're particular about which one you want. They have a pineapple one, and it's a white wine, and I've been on a hunt for it, and I'm really interested in trying it. I've been seeing a lot of people within the quarantine posting pictures of this bottle, and I'm just like, wait, wait, I thought they only had one. What does it look like? Um, What, the bottle? or Yeah. I can send you a picture. I think it has, okay. like, a crown on it. I could be wrong, but I can send you a picture because we had, like, a little swig of that yesterday. Like I said, um, we decided to... Well, I had a green thumb yesterday because it was really, really nice. We went to Home Depot. We got some things for the um, house, and then I got some plants. I planted with the kids, a.k.a. I did all the work. Of course. Um, and then I decided to be bougie and sit out as the sun set it and drink some wine. Mm. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know, I see now, like, with the quarantine, Kuma's been drinking wine, and he's just like, it's a different type of drunk. Number one is according to him. And then he also said, I can see how people, like, can go through, like, a bottle of wine. Yeah. If and, you like, have the right one. about it. You know what I learned, friend, since you went, you have a green thumb now? I didn't know that mulch actually served a purpose. I thought it was just to make stuff look pretty. Did you know that? Yes. I didn't... Okay, don't do that to me, friend. I mean, so, photosynthesis was a part of school. Did we not talk about plants in school in Connecticut? Uh, <laughs> relax yourself. I was a biology major, yes. However, but mulch, like, I didn't realize that... Well, first of all, I've never had, like, a garden or a backyard. Like, we have a yard now because now I live in a house. But my mother-in-law, she's, like, really into, like, gardening and stuff like that. So she had the mulch. And when we were out there... She was like, oh, yeah, I need to get more one, more than one bag, blah, blah, blah. But she says the purpose of the mulch, not only just to make it look nice, but it stops the weeds from growing. Yeah. I did not freaking know that at all. Nobody told me that. It's okay. I, I really thought it was just to look 
pretty. So last year when they did like our um, our guy came and he did everything. Like, you know, they put the new mulch down and it was just, like, extra black. And I was like, oh, that's pretty. But now I'm starting to see, like, the weeds, like, pop up. And then she was just like, yeah, you guys are going to have to get some more mulch. Because if not, they're going to keep coming up. So that's a way to prevent the growth of weeds. Yeah. Definitely. Um, The only thing I'm very disappointed in is that this weather is not what I needed to be. Yo, yesterday was so... First, okay, let me just pause for a second before you move any further. So yesterday in D.C., they had um, some of these planes, like they flew over in honor and then, you know, support of the COVID uh, workers or whatever the case is. And why were people out there at the National fucking D.C. Mall? Yeah. First of all, I was, like, I was sitting outside because I didn't know what was going on at all. Like I said, we were on the porch for a little bit before we went to Home Depot. And I was like, they sound so fucking low. And, you know, a lot of plane crashes have been happening. So I was like really on, on edge. I was like, oh, my God, where is it at? Like, why are they flying so fucking low? But now to hear, I didn't know that. Thank you for telling me. Yes, and people were out there like in swarms at the um, the DC Mall, the National Mall, and a lot of people didn't have masks. I saw people on my very own uh, Instagram feed out there and stuff like that. And then at home, you know, from Middletown originally, I saw someone shooting a fucking music video, and only two of these niggas in the video were out there with fucking masks on. And like, I don't know. And I hate to go on a rant, and it's funny because when we first started out, we were like, oh, just wash your hands. We weren't concerned about it. But no, like, niggas are dying. Young, old, black, white, rich, poor. And I understand cabin fever is a thing, but unless you absolutely have to go outside, don't fucking go outside. Like, and I'm not saying that you can't walk outside, get you some fresh air, whatever it is, but please make sure you're wearing your fucking mask and stop fucking being in groups. I don't fucking understand. So... And I knew yesterday niggas was going to cut up because it was a little bit of warm weather. Right. It was finally nice. But I was really like, are y'all fucking kidding me? Y'all niggas the reason I can't go on my vacation. Y'all contributing to that. Pissing I'm, me off. Hey. Sit in the house. I don't understand it. So I, and I know Georgia opened back up this past week and they and said we're that. we're going to talk about that. A thousand new cases. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't well, think it's going to be more cases out here in D.C.? Well, since you brought it up, if you want to just go yeah. ahead and roll into that, even though I want to... say, friend. It, 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 was, it was on my spirit. I know. Okay, I know I'm it sorry. was. I know it was. But we can... Like I said, we could talk about that later. Um, But let's talk about your birthday. Oh. You're now 30, friend. Friend, that was not on the agenda, but thanks. I know. I, you know I like to throw a little, you know, yes, <laughs> some little guys. surprises in there every now and again. I'm officially 30. So um, I found out that my best friends were trying to come and surprise me. They were they wanted to come and, like, drop off a cake or whatever the case is. Um, but Kunle was just like, nope, shut it down. We ain't having no company, blah, blah, blah. But I get it. I totally understand, so I appreciate the gesture. Wait, wait, wait. I need some backstory. So how did you find out, because it was supposed to have been a surprise, and then, how? like, I know Kunle wanted to shut it down, but just, just give some a little bit of backstory. Okay, so long story short, remember I was supposed to go to the Bahamas, guys, for my birthday with my mom. Right. That was always a plan. But for whatever reason, and look at God, like, knowing his ways and not mine, he laughs at our plans. Just stuff wasn't working out, so we never ended up getting the ticket. So I was just like, I want to go home, 
yada, yada, yada. And I kept saying, I was just like, I want to go home. There's not going to be anything for me to do. And I had told Kunle previously, and I said, I don't really like to get gifts anymore. I said, because I'm going to dealt anything that I necessarily want. I can just by myself. I want to do things. I want to go someplace. So long story short, um, I guess my friends had been in communication and they were talking to Kunle. So he first kind of dropped the bomb when we were, um, we were laying down and he was just like, why is so-and-so texting me? And then he was just like, oh shit. And, and then he, I heard him say like, oh shit. So I figured it was something with my birthday, but I ain't saying nothing. Really Kunle? But like just out of the blue, he was just like, why is, you know, whatever. And I was just like, and then, like, he, like, he kind of, like, changed the picture on us. Like, okay. But it was, like, the day before. And, like, I just had some stuff going on. My friend was just like, well, you know, I just wanted to let you know. He was like, you know, we were trying to come up. However, because of what's going on, you know, Kumi was just like, I don't think it's going to be a good idea, whatever, whatever the case is. I was like, oh, okay, fine. You know, like, and, of course, like, I was heartbroken. But understanding bigger picture, I totally get why it couldn't occur or happen. But the day of my birthday, one of my friends, she's a nurse. Um, she's a labor and delivery nurse, shout out to her. And she called me and she was just like, um, I'm dropping off a cake at your house. I'm not coming in. I'm just, it's just going to be outside your door. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, I totally was not expecting that. So that kicked off my day and then she got me a card and then they sent me a video. And then my friend who actually put together the zoom call, apparently what she was trying to do, she was trying to get friends and family to make like a video she was just like, but people were taking too long to respond. And she says, like, in order to put it together, she needed stuff at a particular time. So she um, she was like, we're going to have a Zoom party. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. So I was like, really? I was like, who's going to be on it? She was like, I'm not telling you. So then I'm here. I am texting your ass. And I'm like, yeah, girl. I was like, well, what are you doing? Because I, I was going to be like, oh, I'll send you the link. And the whole time your fucking ass knew about it. Yeah. Because I was a part of, I was supposed to send a video. But all last week was kind of hectic. Um, I was supposed to send a video and then when you had texted me about putting on lashes, so I found out to be I found that to be really hilarious. Cause so I was like, okay, sis out here trying to be cute, little do she know that if one of her lashes fall off during the Zoom call, I'm going to You did so fucking, good. First of all, I don't even know how to work the shit. Okay. So I couldn't I couldn't hear you guys at first. And then when Neither I could I I could only hear one person at a time and then I can only see one face at a time. I couldn't hear anybody. I saw everybody because I was my, um, my, like I said, my daughter's school, they have us do Zoom calls. And then she told me you can scroll. And I couldn't figure out how to get the sound for me to work. Then I couldn't figure out how to get my face to come on. I was like, oh my God. And then I felt like I overdid it because I started playing in makeup when you were talking about you wanted to put on lashes. So when we ended that call, I was like, you know what? Let me spice it up a little bit since sis don't know that I'm about Gosh. to be on this call. <laughs> But the thing is, it's like, and she was just like, she had texted me. She's like, oh, can your mom, I said, let me say something. I was just like, Sonia, Sonia girl, um, she can barely text. I said, she, I don't know if she's going to get on that Zoom, but we were FaceTiming all throughout the day. And then same with my grandma. So when my aunt got on it and then I saw my dad, I was like, oh my goodness. It's like, oh, um, but it was, it was a good time. It was just like, we couldn't hear everybody until like the very end. So we were on it maybe for like an hour and some change like afterwards and of course you virtually got to meet Rohana and she was the one who was dancing and popping and twerking on her tear yeah um it's let's talk about wild. how sis did not have on a bra but it's okay <laughs> listen everybody was at home I didn't have one on either shout out to Rohana's titties okay cause they was they was, <laughs> they was the life of the party even though I couldn't figure out how to unmute the goddamn thing 
It was so funny, but it, it was, was good. I enjoyed it. I got and off I got my seafood. After your family got off and I noticed it was just your friends, I was like, okay, this is your time to, you know, connect and, you know, have some fun with your friends. I just wanted to pop in and just tell you I loved you. Happy. Well, I didn't get the chance to tell you anything. So I'm going to tell you that. I was like, I was like, Arshay. I was like, is that you? I was like, I guess. I don't know. Can you hear me? <laughs> So I didn't get a chance to tell good. you, but I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Tell you Thank I you love friends. you. You're an amazing person, a great wife. Just keep composure because married life is not what it's cracked up to be. Those first, They say that first year is the hardest. I'm going to tell you now, it's the first four years until you get to your fifth year when you're just like, eh, fuck it. That type of thing. It is. You know something like... Well, fuck the agenda. I guess we're just chatting now. No, no, <laughs> but no. no like, I wanted to go to the agenda for the No. Well, no. Like, just just making it to that point that you say that. Um, it's hard, but it's not hard in the way, not in a negative way. Yeah. Not in the sense of, um, like, we're not getting along, but hard in the sense mm. of it's not just me I have to think about. And... Things I feel like keep coming up, but we're learning as a unit to handle them as they come up, as they come. And when I'm not in the best mood, it's him having to be that support system for me and vice versa. And there is no walking away from it. So it's hard. Yes, but I think we've definitely grown closer and We in this for the long haul, so it is what it is. Rona will, you guys are, okay, so the typical marriage is you guys are away from each other at least maybe 10 hours a day, and then you come back together for those last few hours of the day because you're at work. But now that you guys are in together 24 hours a day, seven days a week, do you feel like it's made an impact on how you see the picture of marriage if that makes sense um i'm glad i'm quarantined with him i definitely think because like i said like you know life happened very quickly after you know we got married um but what is so funny is is that colin and i can be in the same room but we mind our fucking business like i don't know it's like no language needs to be said where it's just like you sit your ass on that side of the couch i'm over here like i see you you see me you know what I mean? But we good. Um, but I'll go out for a little bit. I guess like my break is like when I go outside for like a walk or something like that. But he doesn't bother me. I feel like I'm cleaning more. Um, because I don't have those eight hours a day when he's not in the house and it can stay clean. However, <laughs> is that shade? He's not bothering me. Is that some shade? I, I, have- I mean, it is what it is. There's always one person in a relationship who, who cleans up more than the other. Me. Uh-huh. Okay. What well, is what it is. But no, I'm not bothered. How is it with you when you get to have your week at home? Um, it's okay. I mean, we're dealing with some challenges. Like I said, um, before my grandmother passed, my dad, my grandmother were here. And then it was my kids, me and my husband. But then my grandmother's gone. It's just me and my dad and my dad, my kids and my husband. So we're trying to make some adjustments to that living. But that's become like a sore subject. So me and you will, you know, we've talked off of mm-hmm. the podcast about that a little bit. But um, just trying to get things together. Like, like I said, I wanted to 
I had like an itch to go plant some stuff. So we went to Home Depot. I just want to try to make things my own if I plan on staying here. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. As far as like my kids and stuff, Lord Jesus, please. Like I said, I understand the teachers now. Come back. Can this just be over? Because I, I need my kids to go to school. I need, I need them. I need them to be out of my face. I cannot miss you if I see you twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. So I am excited when I tell you it, when it's my week to go to work. Even though I know I'm out here risking my life and stuff, but I'm just like I'm excited. I'm like I'm ready to go. Sunday night, come, look. Sunday night comes. That's that self care night. I throw my mask on. I make sure my skin is nice and good. My hair is nice and moisturized. My outfit is ironed and laid out in the bathroom because I don't want to wake up anybody i keep everything in there like i'm i'm ready to go okay ready you better stop trying to play them okay? ready to depart okay Mm-mm. you better stop trying to play them friend <laughs> yeah but to move on into the agenda because you know we just did like 17 minutes of just rambling but who cares you know <laughs> um so just want to do a quick re- okay have you seen uh 90 day fiance are you caught up on? okay so i'm watching I watched the first episode, um, but then I'm watching clips of just no neck Ed. <laughs> and that nigga is just wild and disrespectful and just disgusting looking. Like, ew. Yeah. That's the Quasimodo. And then, <laughs> and then I heard um, Soja Boy on lip service. And I don't know if him and Baby Love are still together. I don't think they are. Do you have to fill me in on that? Well, I don't know too much. I know the last episode we watched that they have begged a mother at least four times to bless the marriage and, you know, give her blessing and say that she can marry him. However, the mama didn't look like she was happy. She was having it. She was just like, if y'all niggas don't get out my face... Mm-hmm. So she's just like, okay, go ahead, do whatever you want to do. But Lisa is very jealous. Like, she be going on social media. This man's whole life is about his female followers and him being a rapper in Nigeria. And that's what happens when you have rappers. Like, they Everybody's have... not about that life. Exactly. But at the same time, it is what it is. And one of his friends made me laugh so hard. He was like... Um, you're gonna ruin his career. Are you trying to ruin his career? And she got so upset she walked away. I was like, girl. Hi, girl. Go ahead and walk out in these Nigerian uh places you think you want to. You don't okay, know nothing about me. being over here. <laughs> out here. No, tricky. I just I just keep watching the clips of Big Ed and he told the girl her breath stinks and then she was just like, It's my stomach ulcer and then it was like, I need you to shave your legs and then he was just like, I want one kiss and then he tried to get her to do an S T D test. I was like, Good fucking lord, man. Like what in the hell? Yeah, and now he's talking about he doesn't want kids and when is he planning on telling the girl? And I'm just like, Why does she even want kids with him? Granted his daughter is very beautiful. I'm just trying to figure out when did they determine that he didn't have a neck? That's just like Benzino. You remember Benzino from Love and Hip Hop? Okay, but, ben, but Benzino don't look like it's all in one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Ed is just, like, face and body. Yeah. It's face, body, legs. Face, body. 
Like it's melted. Like, like, melted? It, like it just melted into one. Like it looks crazy, but I don't understand why he would think that she wouldn't want more children being that she's so young. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing. And I always wonder that for couples who have such a big age difference. Um, like what was the girl on? I don't really watch her house size of Potomac, but I know there was one girl. She was with this, the older white guy and his kids were like the same age as her. She was really young and he didn't want kids initially. And she was just like, you know, I don't have any kids of my own or whatever the case is. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to want kids. So I know for a while that was always a big, um, discussion between the two. So in my mind, I don't understand why. I don't know. I just kind of feel like you have to consider those types of things when you choose to marry someone so much younger. And that's what it was. Remember on the last season um, with the other girl, what was she from like Brazil or something? Um, with the, with the, with the ex-wife used to come over the house and stuff. Hmm. Who was that? You remember, um, the ex-wife wanted to officiate the wedding. Who is it that? was last season. It was last season. I don't even remember what their name was, but the girl was from Brazil. This white guy there from they lived in Connecticut, and they, he had two kids or whatever the case was. And the girl was maybe like twenty one, twenty two, and she was just like you know she wants kids, and he has kids. I mean they're not super old, but he was just like I'm older now. Like I don't know if I want to start over with the baby face. He was just like, however you know she's a lot younger than me. So give and take with that. I don't recall, but I know later on tonight, I'm going to text you around like 10 o'clock. Like, oh my God, I know who you're talking about. But I don't remember right now. <laughs> I know my I know my memory. It's horrible. So tell me what's happening with Walmart. Oh, so Walmart has decided to give a bonus of $180 million to their employees. So shout out to them. I just want to know if they can talk to my contracting company because of what she's doing. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... Can I get a, some extra ducats? That's Hello? what I asked for. I mean, I'm out here risking my life. Granted, I am very happy to have a job, and I'm very happy to be away from my family and my kids for a week. But can <laughs> I at least get some extra money? And that's the thing. And, like, I, I keep telling people, I'm like, you know something? This is stuff like this you need to think about. Although, you know, you may need the job, understand that you as an employee, you are an asset to them. And... When you are going into these jobs, and especially after COVID goes, you know, you need to look at the way that these employees go ahead and they treat their, the employers treat their employees, you know, um, are they offering you that PTO? Are they mindful? Do they provide you a sense of work-life balance? Because a lot of companies say that shit. And I think what's going on right now with COVID is, is, um, kind of putting on blast a lot of these companies, specifically bigger companies that can't afford it. So uh, shout out to Walmart with the, the $180 million in bonuses. Pretty much. And then also, I saw this thing about Britney Spears, but I just wanted to bring it up because I just thought it was funny because the way she was recording it. it and you know like, I'm Britney. I love Britney, <laughs> but I don't know. It's like ever since she had her meltdown, she hasn't really gotten it together to me. Like she, You know something? Yes. I think ever since, I feel like when she was with Kim Vanderline, and I know her dad is like her I think manager guardian. Oh, adult guardian. Yeah. Like, she has like a limit on like what she can do with her money and stuff like that because she had her meltdown. Like, I think Britney Spears is like bipolar or something, but I follow her on Instagram and she just looks very, um, I don't, I, I can't even really describe it. Like she's hanging on. Yeah. 
by a very, very thin thread. You ever seen, I know you've seen Hercules and they were trying to cut the soles and they oh, had yeah. like a string. Precisely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that movie. <laughs> when I when I watch her, that's literally how thin I think that's, that's, that, that string is. Yes. yes. It, it, it literally is just She's holding on to that that thing, that string right there, sis. It's crazy. But um, I just thought it was funny because how the pitch of her voice, it sounds like she was crying, like tr- trying I mean, to keep herself from crying. She was like, because I, I burnt down my, my gym. And I was like, So how Jesus. did she burn down the fucking gym? They oh. never, she never went into detail about how she burnt her gym down, but she was able to save like two pieces of equipment. But the thing is, it's funny because I'm sure she'd be bothered. First of all, I mean, you could have burned on your whole fucking house. But she's always in there. Like, most of her videos, she's in her gym. Yeah. Doing her yoga or her workout routines or something like that. Aw. I just need her mental health to get a little bit better. Poor I need her to go to sleep. And I'm going to need her to stop with that black fucking eyeliner because it looks stupid. <sighs> she's okay, stuck She's stuck in the 90s. She's trying to, you know, I guess get it together. I don't she know, girl. age well. Okay, so just moving on really quickly. Uh, Kentucky governor had to apologize because he denied um, a claim. There's somebody in the state of Kentucky by the name of um, Tupac Shakur. Yes, I saw that he changed his name to that. Yes, and they thought that it was somebody trying to be fake and trying to just collect money when somebody literally changed their name to Tupac Shakur. So now he was trying to file for unemployment and get money, and the governor ended up denying it. So let me see if I can find the article real quick. Wait a minute. So I thought, like, when you're... Okay, so you ever fill out a job application, and then they ask you, like, did you ever previously go by another name? Yeah. I wonder if the unemployment site has that, too. Um, It could be, like, I think it might be alias. I don't know if it's... If, did you ever go by another name? Or like your maiden name. So when I do applications, like like I've been put, I've been putting like my maiden name. So I added on a name. I didn't drop my maiden name. I added on my new last name. So I always wonder, like, should I just leave it as my maiden name? Do I say no? Like, what do I say? Well, you legally changed. You legally hyphenated your name, right? Right. So, but when they ask, like, oh, did you ever go by anything else? Do I say yes? Yes. Look at you knowing, friend. I know. Look at you knowing. I, I try to know some things, girl. I try. <laughs> Keyword, try. So he went ahead and he issued an apology? He did. He went on and made a whole press conference to apologize to this person. Well, not just to apologize to this specific person. It was part of some issues that were going on with unemployment that he wanted to address as well. But within the conversation, he had to bring up and he made an apology to the person. So that was good. But um, <laughs> and- <laughs> I don't, I'm sure that's not the first time that man has has had someone question like, sir, is this really your name? Yes, I see it here. Um, Thank Kentucky you, because Governor I couldn't find issues it. an apology to a resident named Tupac Shakur after accusing him of an unemployment fraud. Oh, and it looks like the apology was done live on television. He says, I owe somebody an apology tonight. Last night, I spent some time talking about fraudulent claims holding us up. I mentioned an individual that filed in the name Tupac Shakur. I didn't know, and it's my fault that we have a Kentuckian who goes by Malik, whose name is Tupac Shakur. 
Tupac Malik Shakur spoke with Kentucky Common and revealed that he was not trying to use Tupac, the late rapper's identity, for a government check. In fact, he revealed that he legally changed his name, oh, back in 1998. His father practiced the Islamic faith, and following his father's passing, he took up the faith and changed his name. He said he chose the last name because it means thankful to God. Hmm. So the discrepancy is, is his middle name is Malik. However, real fans would know that Tupac's was not always Tupac. His name was changed. Exactly. But anywho, to move on, um, did you see, I found this story to be really, really cute. A principal of North Carolina. Yes! Girl, he was going around giving out, um, I don't know, are they called, what are they called? Those things that you put in the yard. The little like signs. signs? Yeah. Like- yard signs. That's what we're going to call them. Some yard signs for seniors. And they have the picture, their graduation picture on it. And I thought that was just so cute. Yeah, people are getting really creative with these, um, you know, digital graduations and, and proms. I've been seeing that. Um, I did see one place they had like different. Uh, they someone rents one school rented out a billboard, and they were showing the pictures of like the graduating senior class. So I was like, oh, that's so nice. And then, um, like you said, um, I saw another school where the principal like like this one North Carolina did, he was also driving to students' home, congratulating them, giving them their diplomas. So it's really nice. And then I'm wondering if they're going to do maybe like a Zoom graduation. They should. They should. And just like email them the diploma as they their names pop up. I think that'll be really cute. I know um, Oprah Winfrey is supposed to be giving like a mass um, uh, graduation commencement speech and i know that they were also trying to go ahead and get obama to go ahead and give a commencement speech for the high school graduates um i don't know if it's been confirmed yet but i know it wasn't talks and they were petitioning for him to do it like can you imagine that that is so crazy i wonder how your uncle donald feel about that okay just just stop i'm just Just, asking i mean i know he is losing his mind up in that white house i know did you hear about the possibility of the second stimulus check I did. And speaking of stimulus checks, remember I told you like I didn't get mine. So there was like a backlog and there were apparently 60 million people who didn't receive theirs. So I finally went online again and then I saw they updated the site and then someone told me you had to put your address in like all caps and I finally did it. So now I'm just waiting my um, Trump check. Now, are you getting it direct deposited or are you going to have it Yeah, mailed? because they were saying that they didn't have my bank information, which is a lie because I got... Um, direct deposit every year and then it was popping up as like oh you need to put your bank information and then it was saying that there was a technical error on their end so for anyone who didn't receive theirs i mean they did say that you know if you didn't provide your information they would provide a paper check at a live check at some point um but just keep refreshing the website to see um because now mine is supposed to be coming via direct deposit well they're saying like five months if you don't receive direct deposit that they can mail out a check in like five months but i'm just like in that time span mm-hmm. people's bills and debt that twelve hundred dollars if it is twelve hundred dollars will not do too much anything so how much is the next round of stimulus check supposed to be it's supposed to be i think two thousand dollars a month plus i think five hundred dollars per child however I think they're only trying to give it to the people that have filed for unemployment. So they'll, that's what my sister had read, and we were talking about it a couple of days ago. I call her the... Which makes sense. Now, tell me how that makes sense to you. If you 
are still able to go to work and you're not affected by corona as far as employment wise and if you're if you're if your household income hasn't changed why would you need the extra money like if you're still getting your regular like 40 hours a week and if your pay hasn't changed then that would just be an added on um, because it's not affecting anything else unless it was a situation where it's just like okay because I would imagine no no yeah and then I get to like if you file for unemployment because remember there's like a cap of what you can get for unemployment so with unemployment you're obviously making less I can see the 1200 and the two thousand dollars you know being appropriate but if I feel like you are working your regular shift and you're still getting your regular paycheck I don't really see the point in it and I say that for me coming from the perspective at the time where I didn't have to worry about my job I was just like okay well I'm still getting a paycheck so I'm not really pressed about it but now that my job is going to potentially be ending well it is ending in June um now I'm like okay I'm looking forward to that $1,200 check to be able to supplement something what do you think but more but more coins is always is always a blessing. Um, I personally, I'm the more more coin type of chick, but I do understand. I do feel like it should go to the people that need it the most. Mm-hmm. However, I think people that are getting unemployment are getting. Uh, I I could be wrong. Six hundred dollars a week or more. Yeah, but if you're someone who makes, let's say, for example, you make six. No, 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 I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. No argument here. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just thinking of like, it doesn't equate to, so like if I have to get on unemployment, that's not what I bring in monthly, I'm going to be short. Yeah. So if we should get the stimulus checks, that helps that kind of, um, I guess that substitute it. But also remember, you can only be on unemployment, I think it's like four months. Mm, so what do they? I wonder what they plan on doing if Rona decides to stick around for an additional, a little bit longer than four months. That's what I'm saying. So that's where like the conversation is coming. But as you know, in Canada, that I think almost everyone is receiving. They're going to get two thousand dollars until it is that you know things can go back to normal for people. So I'm gonna need your uncle to go to Canada and talk to their leaders because apparently he's not understanding how all of this plays out. Johnny is in no relation to myself, then. The lies. I saw him on the birthday Zoom, friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was that random person that was popping in, huh? Yeah, that iPhone. <laughs> I was a random person that was popping in. Okay, so... so, so go ahead, friend. Do you want to talk about your other uncle, R. Kelly? You, okay, oh my God. So, long story short, R. Kelly is trying again to get out because this is his third time. He's trying to be released compliments of COVID because he claims that he has diabetes. And because he has diabetes, he's more susceptible to um, COVID. Um, they said diabe- um, likely diabetes. Likely. Now, Kelly, it doesn't say he has it. And then hypertension. Okay, so like... And so, high cholesterol. I was like, really? We're R. Doing Kelly a has had opportunity to get out of jail before, and he still got home. He cut the fuck up. So, no, my dear, you are not one of those individuals that needs to be released early. You can sit your ass right there. Right you don't there. escape one too many times, and you've had one too many chances to get out and act accordingly, and yet he chose not to do so. So, that is a no thank you for me. Did you say uh, escape? Like, you tried to escape from jail? Well, like... <laughs> 
No, like, you know how, like, he was supposed to go to jail, like, multiple times, and he always got off. Yeah. And then when he did go to, he did get, he was put in jail, he was able to get bond, and then he went home, and he was still cutting the fuck up. Okay. You only got to put me in jail one time. You only have to entertain the thought of that one time, and I'm over here, and I'm, sorry, guys, that's my goddaughter FaceTiming me. <laughs> you only have to do that to me one time. Girl, you ain't got to, you don't even put me in jail. Just pull me over. I'm already like panicking. I'm over here crying, trying to make sure my wig is on straight. Because if I got to take this picture, I know they're going with them cornrows and I don't be having that. First of all, the hang time ain't there right now to connect. You're going to be looking like Tasha when she had to take her wig off in power. When she got, uh, when she went to jail. Girl. She was so sad. Anywho, so, sad. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Georgia reopening or do you want to go ahead and talk about white women who are asking everyone to stop calling them Karens? Well, friend, we already slightly touched on Georgia. I, I don't know what's wrong with your motherfuckers in your state, but long story short, Georgia decided to reopen up the state. Um, and there are a thousand new positive cases of coronavirus and also slash um, they're no longer requiring people or teens to go ahead and do a road test for new drivers uh, because of COVID. And in my mind, it's just y'all just motherfuckers just ain't going to get your license until this is over with. Because right. that's not a thing. Wow. Well, that's not first a thing. First of all, G- Georgia has hell of traffic, just like California. Atlanta. Atlanta is known for their traffic. Not even just Georgia, but Atlanta is known for their traffic. So, No. That's not a thing. You will just have to wait like everyone fucking else. And if it, the fact that if y'all can open up the rest of the state, open it up then for them to take their fucking road test. Right. Now, it don't make sense. You already putting us up. First of all, we had a pandemic and now you're going to put me at risk for somebody to kill me on the road because you want to just let yes. people drive? And then I saw a video of people in Atlanta. Like, I don't know where they were at, but it was a bunch of us out and about and then i think somebody started shooting i'm just like y'all y'all got out for one day Mm -hmm. and we still out here cutting the fuck up like please stop y'all need to go back in the house this don't make no damn sense and my dad lives out there um and i had just asked him and he's an essential worker because he's a truck driver but he said you know his job is really good with making sure that you know they have masks and everything they need he says but he's not trying to go outside unless he absolutely has to Georgia, y'all need to do better because then y'all be the first people talk about some. You know, y'all already know we are at a higher risk of contracting this and not surviving at it than anybody else. So then why y'all would go ahead and follow through and want to be cutting up and move on with this is beyond me. I don't want to hear nobody complain about nothing. I don't want to see no GoFundMe's for no coronavirus because y'all went ahead and decided willingly to go ahead and put yourself out there, but y'all don't got no money to bury yourselves. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. No. Girl, did you see that, what, I think it was a truck in New York of all of these dead bodies because their refrigerator? Yes, it's, it's, it's crazy. And that's, my, and I understand, like, a lot of times people don't understand things until it hits home personally. And I know two people personally who have passed away from coronavirus. And then I know someone else who has it. And like I said, like, you know. At first, we weren't really sure of what's going on, but the fact that, like, and I think a bigger thing that you have to think about, and I was watching on the news, and they were saying, like, you know, there was a doctor, and she committed suicide, you know? She had coronavirus, she, you know, got better, she went back into work, and she just couldn't take it, and I think we have to think about the people who, the trauma that this is going to leave behind, when all is said and done. Yes, they are medical professionals, and, you know, in a sense, you did sign up to this, but to this magnitude, this is like, 
this is absolute chaos. So the mental health services that they're going to need, the lifelong care that they're going to need after the fact is, is, is incomparable right now. So for people to be taking it as like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory, it's the government. No, that's fucking bullshit. Like, stop. That being the fact, like they're literally, I've seen, I saw they were using U-Haul trucks to hold bodies in. Yeah. Like this is, it's not a game anymore. And the fact that like, you know, they're running out of space and they're having to cremate people because like they don't have the space or they don't have the time or whatever the case is. And they need, um, you know, the room to load in more bodies. Like that's problematic. Like stop. I don't understand. But whatever. So that's what I have to say in Georgia. Now tell me about this white woman, Karen. Because okay. I saw Karen on an Airbnb story. Yeah, I saw that. Did you want to talk about that before we went into Karen? Okay, so there was a Karen or a Becky or Susan, whatever her name was, and there was an Airbnb, and apparently uh, there was an Airbnb an apartment building, and apparently the gentleman... The group of black men were upstairs and they were playing music. Karen went ahead and decided she's going to call the police. And she's just like, you guys are doing this. So then she's like, I'm going to go ahead and get my gun. And then he was just like, ma'am, you know you're being recorded. So then all of a sudden, Karen tries to pipe down and not say anything about her gun. But she's over here like, I'm going to call the police. You're not supposed to be here. This is a, um, a restricted building. How do they get access here? And they're like, you know, we have an Airbnb. We're allowed to be here. And it was just like, ma'am, you could have just knocked on the door to say something, blah, blah, blah. Now, in this situation, I understand that you could have just knocked on the door, but maybe their music was too loud, they wouldn't hear, but Karen was doing the fucking most. You ain't have to mention, oh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get my gun. You didn't have to say this is a restricted... How the fuck would they have gotten in the building, Karen? How? How are they going to get in the building? How? How? Now, maybe they won't be allowed to air and be in there, Airbnb in there anymore. And I think you do have to be a little bit mindful when you're airing being being in an apartment and not a single family house. Right. However, Karen, come on. Come the fuck on. So I'm like, you see, here she goes. I'm glad they pulled out their phone and they were recording her. And you thought she would have calmed the fuck down by then. So then she called the police back. She was like, I'm just calling to make sure that you guys are coming because they're here and they're disturbing me and I can't sleep. But I'm like, sis, you shouting in the hallway at three in the morning. Right. Carol, go, okay. go ahead. So what I saw on Facebook says, stop saying Karen. Karen is a sexist, racist term equal, equal to the N-word for white women. Okay, we we going to address that part because I don't understand. But anywho, um, calling a white woman Karen is an attempt to get rid of a, a woman's rights to stand up for themselves. I this saw one? in conjunction with that, I saw a post and someone said white women have been calling black girl Shanique or Shanene um, for Felicia. a long time. They've been calling Felicia. They've been calling Spanish women like. Maria. Maria, and they've been calling Asian women Ling Ling for the longest time, and she was just like, now you're being called Karen and you're upset? I don't understand. Make it make sense. (laughs) I know one black girl named Karen. That's funny. Um, I just... What are you offended by? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I feel like everybody wants to be 
us. They want to be, they want to have to been enslaved. They want to have their rights taken away from them. Granted, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but if you are doing, okay, so it's not even about being called a Karen. It's the things that you're doing. Okay, so let's classify. Let's give examples of what a Karen is. Let's let the lady in the video that called the police without having any background story or knowing why these African American men were in their building if they were renting an Airbnb. And first of all, why is it your who cares? Why Karen is care? the white woman who when black people walk in the elevator, she grabs her purse a little tighter. Yes. That's- yes. Karen is the white woman who um, who was when you were riding down the street in my neighborhood, our shade was just like, excuse me, do you belong here? Where are you going? Blah, blah, blah. That's Karen. Karen is the woman who wants to go ahead and mind everyone's business and wants to stop. But then when sees um, that you're being held up by the police officer or something like that, they ride by and don't say anything. They they grab their dog a little. No, they pick their dog up. And they stare from across the street. That's Karen. Karen is the bitch that says, I'd like to speak with your manager, please. Yes. 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 What is your name? Give me your name. (laughs) It's above me now. Okay. I am going to yelp this right now. Yep. What is your name? Arshay? I'm going to... What is an Arshay? What is your last name? Arshay what? Arshay what? How do you spell that? How do you spell that? Karen is the there's too many black people out here uh, they're barbecuing right now Karen is the one who calls the police on you and then who wants to remain anonymous but then peeks outside of her window for any suspicious activity and then calls the police officer okay so what were they doing what happened those those are Karens Karens you all exist Karens don't mind their business you want to be ashamed of yourself Karen's now Becky's are the bitches who love the black men. They love the black dick and all that other stuff when it's convenient. They are the Kim Kardashians. They are the fuck you Tyrone after the fact. Mm -hmm. They are the I got drunk and I don't remember what happened. So he's the one that raped me. He did this to me. Karen is the, or Becky is the, it was three black guys and they recovered this or it was three Hispanic men. That is Becky. Yes. Becky is the woman in the video who when the young man got drafted, she was sitting on that lap and she wasn't trying to get off and mama snatched snatched her ass the fuck up. You better tell him. That's Becky. Becky is the one who only likes the black athletes. Who goes to the Southern College or University, but she makes sure she gets with that star quarterback or that basketball player. That is the Becky. And my black man, you need to be aware of the Beckys. Now let's get You gotta in- watch those. Let's get into them saying that the K word, Karen, is equal to the N word nigga. It's not. No, it's I'm not sorry, not nigga. Nigger. It's not it's not a thing. It's you can't compare that. At all. Why does everybody um, want to be oppressed? Why do you want to be oppressed so damn Girl, bad? don't get me started. You know what? If you watch Little Fire's Friend, which you did not yet. I okay? did not. In the show, she utilized the black girl's story of not being able to be into the math class 
moving up to a higher class because she was black and the teacher thinking that she was ignorant. So the white girl went ahead and used her name, her story, but flipped it as I'm oppressed because I'm a female and they didn't want me in the class and they didn't think I was smart enough. And it was just like, why would you like, huh? Like, it's not the same thing. And you're right. Like, I don't understand why everyone wants to be oppressed. I don't understand. And like, I feel like of all the people in the country, I think white women have another level of pre- of privilege. And I remember when we were doing this like workshop at work and the lady was like, there's such thing as white women tears. And the white women were like, what does that mean? And the white gay guy there, you know who he is from our job. And he was just like the old, the older one. Yeah. He was like, <clears throat> yes, white women tears are a thing. We, we cry them. He was just like, you cry them. It's a thing. And then once you cry, everyone stops what they're doing. And I remember experiencing white woman tears with a former boss. And I work with my counterpart. And she would get so flustered and so upset. And then he would just run to her side. But if I maybe disagreed or something of the sort, it was, you know, um, you seem a little bothered by this. You seem a little aggravated. Like, what's going on you with you? You seem a little upset. You seem a little upset what's going on. Like, no, Karen, why, like, why doesn't Karen get that same uh, uh, of conversation and talking to? Exactly. So I don't understand what the fuck you're upset about. Have you ever, do you, like, have you ever worked with the Karen? No. Every- or had a Karen experience? Besides coming to your house? No. I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think. I have, I've seen Karenisms. Karens conduct a certain way. I've I've definitely been in situations, I've seen situations that could go left very easily. And I've had to be like, tap the person, like, yo, walk away. Like, don't promise what you want walk away as a white woman the next thing you need is for her to be saying that you touched her or that you did this or that you did that like that is the last time but what i don't understand with these karens such as with the karen who when the little girl was out there i think she was selling like candy or something and she was trying to like save up money to go to disney and then the woman was just like what are you doing here you don't live in this building blah 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 and she was being really nasty so the mother she filmed it and then her business her, her job found out, and then she lost, like, a bunch of sponsorships because Karen would mind her fucking business. All they got to do is mind their business and keep it pushing. Karen wouldn't mind her fucking business. So to the non-melanated woman in the world, um, if you don't want to be a Karen, don't display Karen behavior. Don't act like a Becky. Like, they're just, it's it's a thing, you know? If we could be Shaniquas and Shanaynays and Bonquishas and Felicias and, and, and the Marias and the Guadalupes and the, the Ling Lings. <laughs> and the Jose's, you know what I mean? The Javier's of the world and the Tyrone's. Then you can go ahead and you can be Karen. Right. And the Becky. What's a name for a white man? Mm. Bob. Bob. We gotta give him some basic Bob. Fucking Bob. Bobs of the world. Bobs and Karens. Just mind your fucking business. Then you another one. If it ain't, if it's not fucking up your money, stopping you from eating, 
or putting clothes on your back, mind your business. But I think that's the thing is that I think they, they react a certain way. And this is my thing, like, I don't appreciate you acting a certain way and then wanting to go ahead and then play confused when it is that you get in trouble or when you see. And like I said, like, we live in a world in the age of technology. And in the situation with the um, with the Airbnb, the police came and they were like, ma'am, just go back in your apartment. Like, and this is what I'm saying, like, stop calling 911 for issues that are not an emergency. Unless you are, your life is being threatened, stop fucking calling 911. Stop. Like stop fucking calling them. Like I don't under I don't understand that. And I feel in a situation like that, I think there needs to be where people call nine one one for bullshit. I think there needs to be a fine to them. I think Karen needs to be fined. Yeah, why not? Take your ass back in your apartment. Exactly. If it bothers you that much, then you know what you do. And like, and I get like wanting to get your sleep or whatever the case is, but nobody else came out their apartment. I feel like speak to whoever the owners of that apartment. Say look. When you have these residents here, blah, 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 or you take it up with your HOA people, somebody's doing Airbnb, whatever you need to do. But all of that was unnecessary. And I feel like specifically in playing with the police officers, like black men are dying. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just that I'm going to call the police officers and they're going to have a talking to. No, like people are dying over miscommunication, over people not minding their fucking business. Man drove in my neighborhood. I didn't like the music he was playing, so I went and I shot him. There was a story the other day where um, uh, a black man was in the was in the park minding his business, and the man and his son shot the shot the guy, and he died. And they were saying, and he said, "Oh, well, he looks suspicious. Like, mind your fucking business. Mind the business that pays you. Right. And when you live in an apartment building and not a fucking single family house, you're gonna hear other people make noise." If you don't want to hear noise, you know what you do? You get a single-family house. Yeah. Remember one day I was on the bus. I was going to Greyhound. I was talking to my grandma. I wasn't even being alone. I was just saying, mm-hmm. and he was just like, are you going to be on the phone the whole time? I was just like, I'm talking to my grandmother. He says, okay, but, and I said, you're on a bus. You're not by yourself. I said, if you don't want to hear anybody else talk, you know what you should do? You should have taken your own vehicle. But if not, but not, you're on here with me. So then this other guy came on there. He was making, this bigger black guy came on the bus. He was talking or whatever. He ain't say shit to him. He shut that ass up real quick. Hmm. And I'm like, if the bus driver don't tell me nothing, mind your business. I was literally on the call for two minutes, but I digress. Oh, I have a music club. You do? So my bitch Jojo is back. I'm so proud of her. Like, you know how I feel about music, Arshay, but I love nothing more when an artist finally comes into their own. And if you guys have not heard this album, like, do yourself a favor. One of my favorite songs on the album, or two of them, is called Man, and then Come Back featuring Tory Lanez. And I was just like, Jojo, bitch, like, you are fucking grown. Like, fucking get it. But the album is called Good to Know. It's by Jojo. You can stream it everywhere and do yourself a favor and listen like from start to fucking finish. It's so good. Alright. <laughs> anything you want to let the guys know? Sit your ass in the house. Wear your mask. Ooh. And Karen, mind the business that pays you. Please. Alex has spoken. And Bob. And Bob. <laughs> Alright guys. Bye. Bye.